I don't want people to listen to this thinking we're just John Wicks on motorbikes. It's easily, easily scalable down. What's hard is scale up. Welcome to the Circuit Magazine, the number one source of information on protection matters, the industry-leading magazine for all security professionals who want to stay ahead of the game. Mobile security on motorbikes for high net worth individuals. Today, Sean West and myself are delighted to be speaking to Sebastian Bouchard, founder of 242 Security in London, but also this very, very interesting concept that he is proving uh, the mobile security unit on motorbikes looking after primarily ultra high net worths, uh, really expensive cars as they go through traffic and, of course, the principles themselves. Sean, this sounds like a John Wick or uh, a Mission Impossible type yeah. movie. Uh, it, 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 is this an important topic? It is. It's a very, for sure, interesting concept. Um, I have worked with motorcycle motorcycle outriders myself uh, previously, and it does, you know, gets the the juices flowing when you've got the the motorcycle outriders you know, escorting you through the traffic. It's it's very exciting, you know, that your, your pulse your pulse levels up, gets the adrenaline going. So it's really interesting to hear from Sebastian how he's kind of niched down into this, what's brought him into um, offering this as a niche, because I don't see many companies out there doing it on a larger scale. Um, so it'd be great to hear his thoughts. But yeah, for sure, very interesting topic indeed. And do you think this is the type of thing that, you know, will spur every EPCP operative to go get their motorbike license and and things like that. Is it is is it going to be that exciting, or or will it remain quite niche? I think a service like this has got to be. I'd imagine would remain quite niche. You for the delivery service like this, you're not going to be taking on you know junior motorcycle riders. You're going to want someone who's had a license for a long time, who's had specific training um, in that area. I don't think it's a space for newbies at all. Hmm. And 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 in that, I think that'll be quite interesting to see the the uses of it because because I, I, already I can see this sort of concierge service, you know, involved helping helping facilitate movement and parking and and so on. But then there's also that security and preventative measure, especially with the moped gangs in London. Yeah, I mean, I mean for sure, it's a huge visible deterrent. Um, you know, having motorcycle outriders outside your vehicle. Um, but also, I'm guessing they could be used in a low-profile element as well, where they're not necessarily attached, visibly attached to the vehicle, but they can be there, highly agile, able to react. Um, but yeah, no, really interesting. And I can't wait to hear what Sebastian has to say. Yeah, because, I mean, if your principal is taking the latest BMW out, it, it, it's quite low-profile. And... I don't think this is for that. I think this is if they go, do you know what? I want to take a two million pound car out. Yeah. You're visible anyway. There's no hiding it. You're visible. You're making noise uh, in a, in a, in a particular way. Um, But yeah, this is, this is exciting. Hopefully we'll get lots of positive fan mail. You know, obviously, you know, we don't, there will be people going, Oh, the legal ramifications or this on this and this, but, but I think, I think this is a positive step and an interesting story for the podcast. So, Let's hear from Sebastian Bouchard and mobile security at motorbike outriders for high net worth individuals. And now let's meet one of the contributors to the Circuit magazine. Mobile security riders for high net worth individuals. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Sebastian Bouchard, founder 242 Mobile Security UK. It's a great pleasure to have you on. How are you doing? I'm good. You? Yes. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. And, you know, motorbikes, what a fun topic. And I think there's lots of preconceptions that we can get into. But 
let's start off with what is the problem you're trying to solve? And it's, thank you for asking that. It's a specific problem that, you know, it, it, it's it's moving away from London, but it started in, in the city of London um, right after the pandemic. So it's a recent problem. And is the more you're aware of the moped gang, moped gangs um, in London and, and now in, in south of France, um, the attack, you know, mostly for jewelry or robberies on sidewalk. But they pivoted in 2022. They pivoted from the sidewalk to uh, attacking uh, luxury costs, super costs, hyper costs, high value costs, because they're easier to spot at a distance. You can hear them. They don't have to hunt anymore. They wait at a corner, they see a high value car. Obviously, the person driving it, there's a big chance he's got jewelry on him because he's showing off wealth, right? So they started waiting for these cars to be immobile, so red light traffic, and, and we all know traffic in big cities, right? And they come alongside and they, they break the window. They're not after a carjack, they don't want the vehicle, they want the content within it. And they'll break the window. At knife point, mostly stabbing or just threats, but the person will have to give their jewelry away or, or Madame's bag or whatever. So we're that that's how MSU two forty MSU came uh, along is is I wanted to fix it, and we'll discuss how I decided to fix it, and uh, that's it. It is it, specifically for this problem, but then we can also go into. How the MSUs, that's how we call it. So how the MSUs became a bigger part of my business. Uh, there's more use, and then there's use that's already in use, surveillance, advanced. You know, it's 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 easier to move in a dense city in a motorbike. But also we started using it um, as a chase call. A pair of riders uh, chasing the conventional way, so, so having the extra muscle, uh, following a, a client with a PPO, uh, we it's, in certain instance it's better to have your chase call on motorbikes. But but really the focus was to have a tool against mo moped crime. And and what about you? Where does where does your passion come from? Are you uh, a prominent BMX racer? I don't know. Like yeah, obviously, I, yeah. I, I you know um, I've my first motorbike I purchased when I was seventeen, and I, I've been mostly on motorbikes for primary uh, way of getting around um for, for that many years i'm 40 now i've been I've, I've had all types of motorbikes you know when you're younger you got the rockets and, and had rlas and 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 now i promote out and and now i have a business that uses ducati i promote you know? love it man and, and what about the completely uninitiated but, protector out there but who... the let's let's for a second let's stay with the passion the 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 reason really that the MSU exists is my background, you know, special operation background in Canada and all of us, the guys that make it to that level, there is a part of you that likes to fix problems. And, you know, for, for two decades, almost I did it at governmental level. The government comes to your unit and has a problem and you need to fix it as a crew, as a team. You put a problem on the table and you sit together and you, and you find a few options for the government and they pick one and you execute it. So when, when I saw in 2022, after the operation in Venice in 2019 from the Met Police, 2022, I, I see the mopeds, you know, pivoting to, to attacking cars. I saw that problem on TikTok. So a TikTok video of a, of a Bugatti getting attacked by mopeds and I, I, it gave me a challenge and it brought me back to the career I, I missed so much. You know, now I have a, a company and a job, but uh, my passion was was that unit. And now you, you're telling me that there's a problem and no really, nobody really have a fix. I will fix it. And I put my guys together, great guys, and we came up with a fix. So, so really the passion answer is I, I'm happy that I'm tackling a new problem and I'm trying to find a new way of finding it fantastic okay well especially in a city like london or any major city it's uh, it's gonna it's gonna be really really interesting to see uh the success of of this but 
what about the protector out there who's never really thought about a motorbike? They 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 might uh, have thought about protective driving, but but they've never really thought about the implications of motorbikes. Um, w- what should they better understand before engaging a service like yours? Mm-hmm. You mean a client or, or or someone that wants to ride? Good question. Maybe both. Maybe the solo operator out there who's never thought about it, and then maybe a client who's thought, well, yeah. why? But a, a client that you know approaches us for um, our service, and, and and by the way, got released. You know, it was blessed by me and the team in, in the 15 April of this year. So it's a brand new uh, service. We 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 have clients at the moment. It, it's slowly picking up because you know it gets to get out there. Be, being the first one that has a dedicated uh, motorbike escort service, nobody knows about it. It's not like my phone will ring ten times during our interview uh, <laughs> for for uh, bookings because it's still at the implementation, networking, exposure phase. But I tell them that look, there's many ways of protecting you um, while you want to drive your car. You know. But the, the thing that my service give you is that you truly feel that you're alone in your car. You don't have to tell the riders where you're going. If you want to, it helps. But but the riders are shadowing you. They're following you. Plus, they don't really need to know where you're going and what route because their situational awareness being on a motorbike instead of a vehicle is higher. And if it happens that traffic, you know, traffic in London, if, if, you, if you go through a amber light and we're stuck at the red, because it's legal to lane split, we'll be with you after that our light turns green within seconds, right? So having a chase car, the conventional, you know, if, if the guy has a proper protection team, yes, you know, the boss takes his Lamborghini today. Okay, you're in the chase car, you're the security driver for the chase car. And then, and then you need to kind of know where he's going because you might lose him, this traffic, you know, cabs getting into in between you and the client. And it becomes a big beast. And I, I remember being being chasing clients and, and it's stressful because you're fighting traffic. You're trying to stay with him. And are you really protecting him? I don't tell that to the client. I don't say, hey, well, you know, I just say, look, you're going to feel alone. Drive your car, park it in Mayfair, go for lunch. Your, the riders stay with your vehicle. We're not interacting with you in the same typical way as a close protection team, we'll, we'll, uh, we can discuss that later. But the interaction is minimal because I want them. I want to give them the the feeling that they took their car out like a normal person, took it out of their house, went to show it off in Mayfair, stopped for lunch, get back in the car, go home. It's all happening. You feel alone, but there's always guys with you, two guys, or four. And so, what what are we talking about in terms of skill set? Is it uh, an EP professional who can ride? Is it yeah. uh, a professional motocross rider who just thought mm-hmm. EP was a good idea? Who 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 is this person that rides? The 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 beautiful thing with the MSU is is because it's a new way. Literally, we we design experience EP guys, and, and you know, two four two security UK only hires, and I can explain why, but. I hire my kind that I'm used to, okay? So special operation, mostly UKSF because we're in the UK. So I retire, uh, hire guys like this or retired high-level law enforcement. At the moment uh, on my team, I got a few CTSFO. So they, they retired from the Met and, and they, they have the SI in level three and they're interested in doing CP and, and their experience at it. So that's my team. The... The thing with MSU, though, is that what do you really need? Do you need a guy that was a racer that that knows a motorbike handling and is really good at riding? Or you need an experienced conventional EP guy? And, and we, 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 that discussion took hours. We discussed it. And it comes down to we need a mix of both. So I didn't lower my standards. So... All my guys that are approved or, you know, that they, they do bookings on MSU, they do have tremendous experience in motorbikes. I'm not saying I, I, there's no requirement. You need to, sh- you know, be a gold standard racer. 
No, but you'd need to tell me that you've been actively on a motorbike for many years, right? And even, I'm not going to talk liability, but there's a certain amount of years to be liable to be riding for my company. There's an actual numbers of years and a, an age and experience level. So, yeah. A guy that freshly comes out of UKSF and doesn't have private uh, EP experience, no problem I will put him on the MSUs because it's different. He needs to learn from us how we're going to do this. You understand? So that kind of answer your question is, yeah. I don't need the, the guy that has two decades of, of doing the conventional EP because it, it, it's going to be a new world to him when he does it on MSU. And why do you think this appeals to SF? Because on previous podcasts, people have mentioned that, uh, you know, people coming out of SF uh, have a great desire for variety. Um, They they might get bored easily, even. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Why why do you think this uh, motorbike environment is more engaging for them? Look, I wish I had my my guys with me here, but but I think they would say, because they told me, is because... It's the the word is it, it, it's different, and and the the reason that they joined the kind of unit that they did back in the day, it's because it was different, and they felt they were doing something that's not like everybody does, and th- that's one one point of interest is it, it's a special skill you you got to learn it you know, a guy that's been doing I got one on my team that that's been on the circuit for a long time doing EP and he. he retired from one of the units and it, you're right it gets boring you know it's not a really adrenaline filled uh, job that we do you know movies depicted the other way but it's long hours waiting for your client making sure he's safe you know you're fighting with boredom you're fighting with keeping your radar at 100 percent all day looking for threats but on an msu booking the the fact that you're uh, trying to detect threats as you're riding a bike in London. The, the, I tell you, I, I'd like you to experience it. it. It's it's fun. You're looking for threats. You're looking for mopeds. You're you're looking ahead, but you're also one of the riders is dedicated to to looking at mopeds that are about to come alongside or climb. Right? We're not stopping traffic. So there, the these legal Uber Eats. Uh, Deliveroo riders, any type of, of riders that we're not going to interdict them to drive to ride by our client's call, but we need to be aware of our data threat. They're easy to spot, right? The mopeds, the moped gang. So, so, but th- there's a lot going on, and it keeps you entertained for the entirety of the booking. If we're with a client for ten hours. That's the most, you know, that a, a typical booking for us is half day, full day, so five hours or ten hours. A 10-hour booking of the guy really wants to drive and he's showing off his car in London for, for you know, five hours and that happens. It's it's a long day. It's a busy day, but it's a fun day because you, you I just said it, I hire guys that love motorcycles. So they're on a great, powerful motorbikes in London, doing what they like, protect people, but doing it a different way. And so what, what can they actually do? I mean... We're more familiar with, you know, use of force legislation and rules um, mm-hmm. when it comes to dismounted individuals. What, what mm-hmm. can a motorbike do? Block? Uh, trip? Yeah, up? that's interesting. Uh, what? So, you know, I'm, I'm still concerned on, because there's no way to patent, and that, that's all legal stuff, but there's no way to patent my service, you know? When it gets busy, and it will, this this MSU service will, will get copied and will get taken by other bigger dogs than me to offer it to their clients, right? Trust me on this, it will happen. So today I'm not di- going to discuss the actual, this is how we do it and then if there's a threat, but I, I, I'm, I'm willing to discuss the extent of how many, you know, uh, procedures that we have. So... Uh, the rider is always in pairs. So the minimum you'll get from me is, is two riders. They, and you were talking threats, so let's go into threats. So there's different types of threats, right? Especially when you talk about uh, expensive asset. In this example is the car. 
a car that's worth two million pounds. You're protecting now the driver, or you're protecting the asset when you, you when you purchase a, a package with MSU. So how do you protect a car in traffic from literally getting bumped into by somebody that's not paying attention? Right? So we have we have ways to do that legally. Everything I'm going to discuss here got checked with consultants from SEG, from the Met Police. I got guys from CTSFOs. They know all the rules that I need to know, right? So legally, we can make sure, and that's just positioning. But by positioning, you can protect the asset in traffic from not getting rubbed. The client, the, the, the client is really impressed when he say, wow, I feel confident because Everywhere I, I, I try to turn or go or change lane, you guys are kind of, you're there to make sure it happens easy. I'm like, yes, that's what we do. When when the client parks in Mayfair, he parallel parks. My knowledge, I'm not rich, right? I'm a blue collar. I I, I don't own these kind of cars, but they all tell me they're, they're a, excuse me for the language, but they're a bitch to park because the rear view, you know, they can't see from their mirrors. They're large, they're wide. So, when we when they park, we actually legally slow down or even block traffic for them to have a perfect. They got all the time in the world. They do their their parallel parking. Not, we're we're not blocking enough to piss off people in London. That's not what I'm talking about. But we facilitate them moving from lane, moving lanes, parking, turning, and, and um, all within uh, the Road Act. So we protect the asset. Again, that's a, that's a threat. It's just getting smashed into and he's got an insurance claim. Then then now let's let's talk about moped crime. Before we no, no, no. first let's talk about lower level threat, activists, puncturing tires, throwing paint. We have, we have procedures for that, right? Another thing that the clients appreciate, especially when they're parked, because the service is not only when you're on the move. The, the riders protect your asset while you're inside somewhere. So we ensure the client goes into the venue safe. You know, an example is going for lunch at Annabelle's on Berkeley Square. We make sure that he, he gets the just conventional EP. We make sure he gets in the venue safe, but then we stay with the asset. There's nobody, there's no in, Instagrammer that sits on the bonnet to take a video or selfie. There's no activist that comes and punch in punch the tires of that vehicle, throwing throwing paint that, you know, and all these types of uh, low-level crime. Now let's talk about mopeds. Um, in my company, that, that you're talking about conventional uh, EP or, or the MSUs, the most important thing to me, just like back in my old unit, is my guys. Okay, so uh, without talking about specifics, my guys have a special armor that that's literally designed and, and sourced and engineered by me with another company. There, there's the, the, they have a front plate and a back plate that's purchased. And I'm, I'm more than happy to say that the provider is PPSS. And they make a perfect for my guys, carbon fiber armor, front and back plate. That's blunt stab and slash proof and, and puncture proof with the ice picks. My guys ride with this, okay? Because it's blunt protection. If, if they take a fall, it's better protection than just the normal riding gear available. And, and if, if they go against a knife, ice pick or machete or baseball bat, they're more protected. But they also other, they, there's other piece of gear that they're wearing that facilitate them taking on a moped riders that's armed with a, a blunt or, or edge weapon, okay? And... These mopeds, first of all, they they will see because we we sell the product in an overt capacity first, and if the client pushes back, then it's easily scalable down to all the way to covert. But we try to sell the product to the client as an overt uh, service, and if people go on the website, they'll see all my marketing is overt because we're also protecting. Usually they don't push back when we say that we protect his asset because having an overt posture deter moped 
has to select that car because it's going to be obvious that there's two riders or four protecting this vehicle and they're going to they're not going to try they're going to pick another car um so over is important once it, let's say the let's say the client forced us to to go in low vis or even covert then there's a lot of situational situational awareness that's involved so the riders and because they're on a, on a bike they got better situational awareness they just need to see it just like conventional ep you need to see the threat before it even reaches your client right and if yeah go ahead no no i was just i was just thinking because it, it seems like there's a rather interesting dynamic at play um if they are you know some of the really the richest people in the whole world might choose to be completely covert and mm -hmm. not show off some wealth mm -hmm. but but yet there is that middle ground of high net worth individual who might fly their car in from the middle east we see those number plates um yeah. i i i even saw a california number plate last year i was like what what's, what's this right <laughs> yeah i see and, all and and that kind of middle ground where they're they're actually up for showing off. They, mm -hmm. they, they almost need over security. Yeah. And, 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 uh, yes. You know sure. what I mean? It, 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 is that the target market? Because I can imagine really, really top echelon ultra high net worth. They don't want you to know where they are. But but so let me just stop you there. And I totally, um, that's my world, right? I, the, the, I solely deal with ultra high net worth and high net worth. They, they, I love, you know, like anybody on the circuit, I find it more entertaining and more challenged to do covert or low vis. So, and and yes, on, on my typical close protection side of my business, we always recommend to go lower vis. It's better, it's safer, you know. But we have clients that, that that's how 242 London, that's my training name for, for close protection. That That's how we protect them. But then they take the Pagani out, right? Even though that this older gentleman is low vis, he needs to understand, and he does when I explain, that when the Pagani is out, it's not time to be low vis because you're showing off wealth. You have a Pagani, Viera, or you have a Bugatti Chiron. You're not hiding in the public. You, you, this car is not low vis. It is now time to use a different tool to protect you and the asset by going over it, right? Um, it, it's just a way to do it because if there's an attempt on it, the, the damage, you know, I was discussing with, with a potential client, he hadn't booked us yet, but he was sharing with me that uh, a cab driver nicked the, the back left of his car, right? And, and that claim alone was 110,000 pounds. Just for a scratch that me and you on our car would be, okay, you'll repaint one panel and it's what, 500 pounds and you're sad. It was 110,000 pounds to fix, you know, he showed me it was like a 12 inch um, uh, scratch. So I need, he booked me and I will ensure that that doesn't happen. So he's saving the claim. Right. So so these clients understand, oh, OK, OK. So for for the the short duration that they'll be in his vehicle and enjoying it by himself with no BG sitting next to him or a big chase car that's always stuck in traffic, he will have a bit of a higher posture, but he's already a higher posture with that vehicle. And then when he pulls it back in his garage, it goes back to how he's used to, to, to seeing security around him and it's a little bit. Does that answer your question? It, it it does, yeah, because, I mean, they have it, and they might not think they're showing off even. They might just be like, I'll just take it out for a spin. And they want that freedom. They want they want that freedom, but but they do need mm -hmm. uh, protection. And, and, and you're right. You, 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 you're a smart man, though. You said it. That there's a niche or a, an emerging, actually. Somebody was, was consulting with me and was telling me it, it's pretty emerging. Young money calls it. So there, there's, there's more young millionaires and and these guys are a bit more show off and the jewelry which is good for our market right yeah. we can't lie these guys that like to have jewelry and watches and the, the lady has big bags and clothes and and these guys um 
they do enjoy. And, and you know, I was referring to having four bikes, maybe two teams. Like, our wording is one MSU, it comes in pairs. You book one MSU, it's two riders. You book two MSUs, it's four riders, right? The, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of, oh, can I get four guys? I'm like, yeah, you can. But now you, you just lost the the freedom of going wherever you want because the guys in front needs to know where you're going. You're following mm-hmm. them. But they're like, no, no, I just it just looks so cool, right? It just looks so cool to have four. It looks presidential. But aren't know, they potentially them. clients that an EP operator does not want? Because like I, I remember out in the Middle East, um, mm-hmm. some of the more wealthy people, they'd be rounding their ghosts or their... Uh, Bentley, Bentley Miles Sands, or 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 even uh, they they had some really you know pimped uh, Maybachs, the old Maybachs. Mm. They were nicely pimped, but the younger wealthy people, as you say, had supercars and they crashed them. Yes, yes. How, yeah. how, how, how can we reconcile that when you're doing your best to protect them, but they yeah. might not have control of their car? Yeah, exactly. Um... There's consulting involved. So I got two answers for that. You know, uh, that's how in depth we went with designing this. Uh, when you p- put a bunch of pros together, they, they really come up. And that, that that wasn't from me. That was from my team. But so we got two uh, options there uh, because it happens. These guys, you know, get on, on the A40 and they just floor it or whatever. We consult them politely. You know, we're like, look, we don't have your car. We, we have a high-powered motorcycle but we, we we can't really protect you if you're going that fast so so there's consulting there so we're trying to help them to, to reduce the speed at least during the the booking but but that, that that's like one percent at a time because most of our bookings it, it's central and they're doing 20 miles 30 miles and you know uh, that's not a huge problem but the other thing is is that if you ever come down the office you'll see the bikes but we, we have as simple as a window breaker and a seatbelt cutter and a proper medical gear for that kind of trauma is on the bikes. So he's on park lane, he wraps it around a, a pole and he, the, the car's on fire. We can extract the, v, the, the the client from the vehicle if possible, right? We don't need the jaws of life. But we'll, we'll, other than just doing first aid on him, waiting for the professionals, we can extract him of, of the vehicle. We can punch in a window, cut the seatbelt, get him out. That That's the extent that we can do, right? You wrap your car around the pole. At least your guys have a way. If you're not mangled in there, we need the jaws of life. Uh, we, we can get you out uh, and, the and, window. And, and obviously that that is a more realistic scenario, going 20 miles an hour around mm-hmm. London, where everything seems to be 20 miles an hour at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but what about the you know protectors out there that said, I love this, but wow, what a what a a compliance nightmare! What what an insurance nightmare! Um, mm-hmm. What what yeah, would you say to that? I, I would say they're hundred percent correct. Uh, we had the discussion before the going live. Uh, the liability is insane. Um, I have faith in my product, so I, so I know it's not going anywhere, and we proved it already since one April. Uh, but it, but it takes um, quite a bit of bookings to make it at the end of the year and renew your liability. Um, you know, I'm not going to discuss. Nobody wants to hear the details, but it is fully insured um, at the maximum I can get for for liability, public liability. But it also for just the, you know, I'm a new entrepreneur, so I've learned a lot about that. But I'm fully legal to have qualified close protection operators on high-powered motorbikes in proximity of of ultra expensive assets and and, then it's fully covered um so that's it yeah Uh, but it's extremely expensive and 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 i guess that's that's then the trade-off because and maybe that's what will enable niche operators like yourself Mm -hmm. to flourish Mm -hmm. Because yeah. the, the moment some of the multinational operators go, yeah, I'm going yeah. to offer this. And then they say, by the way, legal counsel, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. this much. Um, yeah, I didn't. Ex- yes, yes. You, again, you're small. Uh, look, I, I was stunned when, you know, it, it was a seed of an idea in August last year and it became a real idea in October. And then I started looking at, and then, like I said at the beginning, I've been riding for my entirety of my life. So I know what it costs to insure a motorbike. I did not expect that. 
because of the involvement of, of actually fighting crime in proximity of I, th these guys. Can you hear me? Is that... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, anyway, it was a shock, a sticker shock and liability shock. and I, but, but I did like, you know, like I do with everything. I, I, I got smart with it and I understand my liability. And um, I, I do understand that it's connected. That, that's why everything that you'll see in town, the MSU riders do, it's all within the law. Because I would, I would lose in an instant if my underwriter finds out that I'm doing anything that's outside the road act, done. MSU is dead. So, um, which is perhaps guide... why 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 you, you will succeed, and others will kind of say, "Oh no, no, come on." There's economies of scale in what you're doing because you're doing it, um, mm -hmm. which which is which is kind of fun. Now, you know, funnily enough, we we, we talked on our last Circuit Magazine uh, podcast uh, episode about uh, legal challenges and liability when mm -hmm. we interviewed uh, Kerry King-Brown about an app, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to try and match this to say, right, you're going to be the next uh, available service on an app, but mm -hmm. but but I, but I would say because your drive, you know, your riders are not armed, mm -hmm. uh, in London at least, uh, but they are insured, this is mm -hmm. exactly the type of thing. And I did get fan mail for the Kerry King-Brown interview. I did. I really did. But um, I, I would say that this is exactly the type of service that would integrate with something like an app or, or or something like that. I mean, yes, I understand you're very exclusive, but but how would people book you? Well, it, at the moment, they, they book me, you know, because you, you said it, it it's exclusive. Um, they, they book us through email. You know, they go on the website. Uh, at the moment, it's a lot of word to mouth, you know, all, all the, the big hotels, the big residences in London, the staff, you know, the concierge, the gold key concierge, they're all briefed on it. So at the moment, it comes either through them or word to mouth. Um, it's a new service, you know, bad, bad experiences or, or how do you say it, bad review will happen. I'm sure there's going to be a client that at some point is is not you know in love with the service but at the moment the feedback is amazing they're like finally where where were you guys for 20 years you know like so so far so good so i mean the reviews are good so hey let me put you in touch when this guy flies his car in and that's the type of that's the type of of client uh sorry to diverge a little bit but that's why a nap i don't think a nap would work because i'm targeting the ultra high net worth these guys flying their cars in from other countries or or the the, the guys living in here that have you know so far we haven't booked any and to me is a crazy car but like a, a, a lower end lamborghini let's say so far these guys are not interested and I, I might work on the price point because my price point is it's pretty expensive because now let's explain the price i don't have to say the price if someone would find out they just have to send an email but it is a pricey niche product multiple reasons i'm you know and if, if you talk to the sebastian the business owners i'm the only one that provides a service so so i can charge whatever i want but it, but it's not the reason that it's expensive it's the liability and and twofold on that answer of liability is it costs me a lot to put these bikes on the road. These bikes are premium, Ducati brand, so they're expensive. But also, I pay my guys well. Because now, forget about the background of like, hey, you know, the guy did a career and whatever, and then he should be paid a lot of money because of experience. No, 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 no. He's now protecting someone. He's doing every, you know, he's doing all the skill set that an EP operator needs to be able to do plus he's riding a motorbike at the same time as he's doing that takes attention span and skills right and then he's he's in london <laughs> he's riding a motorbike in london traffic that's another level of danger so there's the danger to self because you're a bodyguard there's the danger of riding a motorbike there's the danger of of riding a motorbike in london one of the busiest city in the world 
so so you put these three together my guys make a good rate because i have to they're, they're putting their life in danger not just for the type of work they're doing for just you know having a, a car accident losing a leg you understand so i pay my guys more i charge more the liability costs more i have to charge more you know yeah and, and even you know that, that totally makes sense because if you are going to hire something that is covered you need to make sure it's covered and 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 then again that's why i i sort of think uh, you you said in the future maybe other people can do what you do i i wonder if it's worth their while because if the more you specialize the more you have economies of scale doing what you're doing your mm -hmm. cover covers what you what you're doing yeah. i i i feel that there's a great uh, a great niche there but and this is totally just because i'm remembering it we had joe otera from v vdi on a few times and a lot of events and joe does a different type of driving um you know a different type of evasive driving and, and covert protection and all that right but he mentioned in the future with a lot of these electric cars that will have immobilizers if someone just steps in front of the car right mm -hmm. i see the outriders the mobile security units as a great way to counter that threat because mm -hmm. it shouldn't be that a supercar that could be electric and could have an immobilizer if someone just stands right in front of it. Mm -hmm. The the bike the bike just seems to clear up that challenge. Yes, you're so right. Look again, I said I wouldn't go in details with the SOPs, but look, let me list a, a few that we have. So we have the A to B SOPs, right? That that's moving through traffic and and letting him enjoy his car. Okay, there's multiple um, stuff that we do during the A to B. There's the in bus D bus. We're not dropping normal, good old UK EPs SOPs. The client is safe, debossing and embossing. Okay, it just looks different. Um, we have all the threats, so all the threats are covered. All of them, from the low, um, you know, the least dangerous ones to the most dangerous ones. But we also have what you just said is, and, and I explained it a bit earlier. It's protecting the asset, the call from damage. But by doing that, we are ensuring that people around him are aware. So it, it just speaks to what you just spoke about the immobilizer. We have to work with the public to, to ensure that this, this call uh, is moving around London safely. So it's both safe. And one of my officers was saying, look, we're even making it safer for bystanders. Mm. But by protecting the asset, we're making it safer for everybody, right? Um, there's also other SOPs that we have in place to facilitate finding parking. Yeah. So this client, if he tells us, hey, I'm gonna show off a little bit, I'm meeting with the guys, other cars, they meet up with other cars, and then we're all gonna convoy to, again, I'm gonna use the same place, you know, a, a private club somewhere, and we're gonna have lunch. The fact that we're both you know, at one MSU, it works better with two MSUs, four riders, but even it works with two riders, is one protects the car. But when, you know, we know London a lot, so like, okay, we're, we're three turns or we're five minutes away from the venue. Because motorbikes can lane split and they're never stuck in traffic, it's easy to make the time and space assessment. One of the riders just shoots off to the venue. So you literally just get a rolling advance. Right. So this rider and that's why I was saying we're starting to use it into the conventional EP for advances and stuff, but rolling advances. Now my chase call can also be an advance because he will be there 10 minutes prior. If, if you don't need a create, you know, a real advance, like if you just need an advance to see it, okay, it's all clear. You can come in parking there. We do that with the bikes. Mm, the haste, the hasty. Yeah. Hasty. I call it in the company. We call it rolling advance. So, you know, five minutes out, 10 minutes out, depending on traffic, it's easy to make an investment. One rider is like, hey, I'm off on the comms, boom, gone. So when the package of now one hyper call and, you know, one rider, so 0.5 MSU shows up, there's a nice MSU guy that's pointing here. He can parallel park right there. And then the advances stuff, you know, so that, that, that facilitate a lot of stuff. And it's so much easier to plan when you know your advance will never be late. Think about it, right? I, I take that out of the equation. 
we you got two MSUs, which means four bikes. It's so much easier. These two riders, they're with the client in front, showing off a little. You know, it looks good, and then you got eyes forward. So I'm not saying the the, the guys on front they don't protect, but they they can't really protect because all the threats arrive from the back. Think more pads, right? Or the sides from the sidewalk. So the guys in front are, are mostly there for a show, but also they're easy to punch out. Hey, guys, you know, change of venue. On the, we're on two-way radios, by the way, right? I won't disclose what we use for radios, but it's not. We have a mesh system, like the Bluetooth system for internal comms, but we're also on, on two-way. Not unlike what the SCG has. So... Um, it's easy for them to shoot. And because I just told you we're on two-way radio, then when when they're at the venue, they get in comms way, way before the Bluetooth would pick up again to be on the internal channel, right? You understand that? My guys can be at the venue and now they revert to their two-way radio, UHF, and they're on comms with the convoy coming up, the MSU with the clients coming in. And just like normal EP, they're, they're on comms. They're not just on Bluetooth. See, that's a nugget I didn't really, didn't yeah. really want to get the competition, but here you go. It's well, two-way radio Bluetooth. And 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 that is that is very handy, but also for a potential customer of yours to sort of realize. And as I say, you know, I think I think you're gonna well, or who am I to to really think this? But I, I think that in further developing your niche, or if for the American audience, niche. Um, <laughs> um yeah. I, I, Canadian I, I, Oh, I don't know why they. I don't know why they go that. Anyway, so so no, I'm changing but, my ways. I'm learning uh, the British ways. Well, by by developing that, I just see that your economies of scale get better, whereas it it would just be much more hassle for uh, new entrants if they haven't got your background and they haven't got your insurance and they haven't got um you know the 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 economies of scale. Anyway. So, so I think that's that's perfect. It's a far cry from where we kind of started, which was the idea of maybe John Wick, uh, John Wick, and uh, and and uh, James Bond, and and all of that. But yet, there is still that kind of pizzazz. Um, uh, Let me tell you. You just said John Wick. I need to explain something because I, you know maybe you'll find me on LinkedIn, but you know Sebastian Bouchard on LinkedIn, and I, at the, these days on my you know my, it's not a business page it's my personal page but owner of 242 and i discussed msus a lot and there's there's so much great comment from our community and and they're asking questions rightfully so because it's so new and there's there's not that many i thought they would be more naysayers but no the guys are just making sure i'm covering all my bases there's real pros on my linkedin that are like hey have you thought of this have you thought of that and at first because because i refuse and you all understand why I will never post on social media what we'd look like if we go covert. You know, how do we do covert or low vis? I don't. It's stupid. Criminals look at my LinkedIn also, right? So so guys, are, all they see is marketing pictures that we look like John Wick. That was literally the, 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 I, the reason that MSU riders, when they're over, they're on black bikes with black suits, black tie, black shirt, black jacket, is literally the movie John Wick. Like, I'm not going to hide that. I didn't come up with that. I saw John Wick. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put John Wick on bikes for the overt posture. There's two reasons that we do it. I explained the one is to protect the asset. So we need a show of force and we need the moped to know that this cause protected. That way he doesn't even attempt. Because yes, we'll, he'll break the window. We'll be on him within three seconds because we're right there with bikes. But then the cause damage. So we need an over posture to protect an IM asset, right? We agree on that. But what we found by accident, so the, the second reason we're in a business suit, okay? Not a black leather riding suit, a business suit with a floppy jacket and a wind with a tie. There's a reason that we discovered by accident as we were training in Central is that it mesmerizes the public so much that it helps us moving around. And I'll explain that. You, you, the client's gonna make a right turn, there's traffic coming, and then there's a there's a rider that comes alongside the outside of the vehicle just to slow roll, just to slow down the traffic. Even black cabs don't honk. They don't, they, they, they slow down and they stop and they're confused. And I love that. They're confused. They're like, 
why is there a guy with a black helmet, black visor, black suit, black tie on a motorbike? They're just confused. There, so so it stops the aggression. It stops because they're the, is it a movie? Are they shooting a movie? Like people smile. They're like, what is this? They send us thumbs up because they're like, what is it? If we were on a black leather suit, like a racing suit, right? It would it would protect my riders, no problem. But then it looks like a threat. I consulted with a police officer. Hey, if you saw two riders all black, blacked out, you know, there's no identification on my bikes. They're just black. It raises a bit of an eyebrow. Like, are they criminals or are they just riders? Why are they dressed the same? You know, it, 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 there's a there's an option for a cop to be. A, uh, what is this? In a suit, you're not a criminal. <laughs> you're wearing a two piece suit. You're not a criminal. And it gets their brain into some, it resets the root of They're like, what is going on? And it just helps us. And it's and it's high profile and it looks good. So the client's happy when, when he wants a, a show of force, right? It, it just, let's face it, it just looks cool. But, but we discovered it also helps us because people are confused. Uh, when we're waiting, when we're part securing the asset while the client's inside somewhere, people stop, you know, and, and again, in EP, it's not good to attract attention. But in that instance, because it's an overt posture protecting a car, it's okay to attract a bit of attention. And people are just like, are you a movie? What is this? Like, and they just ask and then they carry on, right? When we protect the out, the asset outside and, and the, the client decided to book us in low, in low vis or, you know, another word, covert, then it just looks different and people don't know we're protecting a car. You understand? I don't I don't want people to listen to this thinking we're just John Wicks on motorbikes. It's easily, easily scalable down. What's hard is scale up. The reason that all the marketing and, and we designed it to, to super overt, cool looking, it's because we think that it's the way to protect a, a high visibility asset, right? With deterrence. But also that's the top you can get. The picture I went with with what the industry expect and everything is low vis. If I did that, it would work. But then let's say that the rapper that's like, hey, I want four bikes and I want to put up a show. Then how do I do that? I need to, oh, how am I going to do this? And then, you know, it, it, scaling up is hard. Scaling down is so easy. Yeah. Like it. All right. Well, mm -hmm. you know, this is this is great. Thanks for being so open and uh, helping dispel myths and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, look, look, in, look into, you know, why, why this is especially important in some of the more um, busy, um, uh, go slow cities. Uh, a, lot, a lot of cities are, you know, making everyone mm -hmm. drive really, really slowly. Um, yeah. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, well, Thank Sebastian. You. I'll put all of your links in the show notes for the podcast so that people mm -hmm. can uh, see and, and everything. But yeah, um, uh, mobile security units for ultra high net worth individuals. I think a very, very interesting topic integrates with a lot of other sessions on the Circuit Magazine podcast. Um, so yeah, Sebastian, thanks very much. This has been another edition of the Circuit Magazine podcast. Well, thank you very much, Sebastian. And you know what? I'm I'm excited about this, uh, Sean. Uh, you know, uh, these motorcycle outriders uh, for ultra high net worth individuals. It just seems like a no brainer. It's quite niche. It seems very expensive, but 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 you know, we were we were on with him for a, a very long time, actually longer than our usual Circuit Magazine podcast uh, session. What have you taken away from the, the the sort of the angle today? I did enjoy it, and it was like. What you said in the intro, you know, it's like talking about the John Wick movie, um, <laughs> thinking of these motorcycle outriders. But no, he, he did raise some really good points. Um, some places where a motorcycle may, you know, it can act as a force multiplier to your regular security team. It doesn't need to replace your security team. It can be an addition of an additional layer of security. Um, and he did highlight some areas where. It would actually be, you know, ahead of your regular teams. For instance, I think Joe Otero spoke on a previous podcast about, you know, some of the newer vehicles now have an electric mobilizer where 
if someone steps out in front of it, the car's not going to be able to move forward. You are not going to have that problem with a motorcycle because they're more agile, mobile, they can get around that. Um, so there's a definite protective advantage there by using motorcycles in that capacity. And, you know, many other things he mentioned, you know, what better way tool you can use as an advance, you know, fire one of the motorcycles away, they can go and secure your parking spot. Um, they can get through traffic nice and quick. Um, and also when, when you're driving along around in a two million pound car with your window down, if you didn't have that additional layer of security, I'm guessing, you know, you're going to be pretty nervous when you park it, when you went to Harrods to buy your your cappuccino. If <laughs> you're going to be scared of leaving that car, that someone comes, I mean, he mentioned some numbers. Someone had a, their car scratched and it was £100,000 to get the scratch repaired. So, you know, it's a nice level of insurance having them motorcycle mm. riders with you, I guess. And and it, and it shines a light on how these are people. Yeah, I mean, they, they're rich, but they're people. And they they want to feel like, as you say, they want to get a cappuccino. Right? And, uh, you know, there's there's enough opportunity for them to to be covert when when they when they want but if they do have something nice and they drive around in it, it, it this 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 helps with that psychology plus the facilitation angle always people are paying a premium for uh facilitation that that actually reminds me all the way back with kenji okamoto before the tokyo olympics where he said uh, in japan that's all i can do i can yes. only do facilitation mm-hmm no, but it was interesting going back to your, your comment at the start as well about the um, asking if, if you thought this could be a, something to attract newbies and and create a careers and people want to become you know motorcycle outriders and I think one of the things the more you think about it, you know there is a lot of safety risks of high speed driving maneuvering through traffic, you know it could be quite hazardous if you are a new outrider. So I think you know just going back to them previous points, I think it is. A role for those people who are experienced both in security and in riding you know high power motorbikes it's, it's not for someone who's just going to go and get an SIA license and go and get a moped license and then they can carry out the role it is going to be a specialist niche area um that you would have to have experience in to be able to deliver that service for sure yeah and and it would probably attract people that need the variety that need the excitement you know like um I I I think you know acting John Wick. Uh, maybe 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 it'll help you get an extra in a John Wick movie. Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, you you never know. I mean, the doors that'll open up when you're providing that service. I'm sure there'll be lots of people knocking on your door. I like it. Well, I I did I did see some social media um put out there, and I think he's uh going to write or has written uh, an article for the magazine. So this is you know bringing the pages of the magazine to life. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, thinking outside the box, you know, not a lot of, you, what you find a lot of companies all provide the same service. They try to maybe package it in a different way, but, you know, this is a complete niche that you don't see many people doing. So, you know, I wish him all the best. I hope it goes really well. Um, it sounds like he's invested an awful lot of money in his branding, getting insurance companies on board. So, no, I think you know, hats off to him and uh, really excited to see how it goes. Fantastic. Well, maybe we'll have a protected mobility segment at the next CP Tech Forum in London in January. Uh, I think, I think, I think maybe, maybe that would be a good, a good angle to have. And you can come uh, in on a motorcycle. Hey, yeah, ride up the stairs. Yeah, I'm not sure the Grand Connaught Rooms would like it, but I don't know. No publicity is bad publicity, maybe. <laughs> um, well, uh, also coming up, um, I will see a few great friends of the industry in phoenix this august 16th 17th uh i'll mention a few names there's other names but people know and love uh max Segal, uh chuck randolph chris story uh christian west uh we'll have previous podcast guests uh alan sakella uh also there um we'll have scott walker who's also been on the podcast um, Rhett Weddle, uh, who I think is not on the podcast yet, but uh, but definitely should be. Um, Monica Dupin uh, Rodriguez, uh, who who I think uh, many people know, um, and 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 I think just a nice community. Obviously, I'm really chuffed. I'm going out to the seventh annual event, so lucky me. But if any of our listeners are in, uh, especially the Southwest United States, it'll be 
a pleasure to uh, to see you there. Um, what 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 else have we got coming up, Sean? But the we always talk about it at the end of a podcast. We've got the next issue of the Circuit Magazine coming up. We are trawling our pages and our contacts, trying to get some more articles in. Um, be gritty, yes, and put some new people. Actually, you know, something like what Sebastian's doing with the motorcycle, something new, something fresh. Um, let's bring the pages to life. Be good. It, you have got a specific niche or something that will be of interest to our readers. We'd love to hear from you. Um, get it into our email address. I guess we can have that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've got a specific niche that you want to talk about, let's let's get you on the podcast. Please get in touch. Absolutely. And feedback welcome. Um, I know that uh, sometimes uh, we, we go without some feedback and then someone says, oh, yeah, I hated that. I love that. You know, it's like, oh, right, well, Give give us that feedback to help uh, improve and develop. Um, I knew we would get some fan mail from last week's uh, session on an app for bodyguards, right? But we did get basically good on you. We don't know if the legality of a bodyguard app will be sorted out anytime soon. But good on you for trying, you know. Um, I thought I'd share that with everyone because uh, sometimes... Um, you know, we, we just say, oh, we got nice feedback or we got this feedback or, or or whatever, especially we joke about the episode on robotics. But but the thing I think that was that was quite a constructive um, criticism. So more answers on a postcard. Um, we are very much open to hearing from you. Yeah, all feedback is good feedback. And we love to hear it. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, mobile security unit, uh, motorbike outriders for high net worth individuals. Thank you, Sebastian Bouchard, for coming on. I know it's your first ever podcast, so it's a pleasure to host you, uh, you know, for your first podcast. Um, we really look forward to seeing you again very soon. And this has been another exciting edition of the Circuit Magazine podcast. You have been listening to the Circuit Magazine podcast. Be sure to subscribe and be sure to not miss an episode.